I'm President Dennis A. Urpel. Thank you for joining us for the sixth episode of The Fireside Cast. Today I'm joined in the studio by Cabinet Member Jonathan Orth. Thanks for joining the program, John. Thanks for having me, Dennis. It's great to be on the show. So I, I would like to start the program by talking a little bit about the proposal for the class constitution um, and why I, I believe it's necessary. I'd like to start by reading the preamble of this class constitution. It, it's a bit like the preamble of the U.S. Constitution with some little differences. So it goes like this. We the students, in order to form a functioning government, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, provide for the common good, promote the general welfare, and secure the blessings of education to ourselves and our posterity, do ordain and establish this constitution for the class government of the class of 2021. Yeah, you're definitely right. It is very modeled after our own, but um, mm -hmm. it's very, it's, you know, it, you, a lot of the same things do apply, which is nice. So. Indeed. And, and of course, um, one of the main reasons um, why, why I proposed this constitution is because previously our, our class government didn't have uh, a, found, well, a document that helped us conduct our meetings. Mm -hmm. There were yeah. no outlines for the class government. There, there was the school handbook, but that doesn't really talk yeah. a lot about um, how the class government should be run. It is, yeah, um, I know we talked about it a little bit, but it, it gives some vague guidelines, but it doesn't really give any direct instructions like this would. Mm -hmm. Yes. So I would like to start by, re I, I'd like to continue by reading Article 1, which is about the government meetings. So, the class government of the class of 2021 shall have a meeting at least once every week. A quorum of one class officer and the supervisor, or a quorum of three class officers, must be established to conduct the meeting. The supervisor shall retain the right to convene the class government at his pleasure. The class government itself may choose to reconvene at any time by a majority vote. The supervisor shall retain the power to discipline class officers who fail to show up to meetings. And um, for students who don't know, the supervisor for this year is Mr. Wagner, who's a language yeah. arts teacher. Mm -hmm. So what, what do you think about the first article? Um, I think it's good. You know, um, one thing I do like is um, the ability to have a quorum with just one officer and a supervisor. So if others don't show up, you can still conduct meetings. Mm -hmm. Although not the most efficient, it, you can still have stuff be done. And also it doesn't give um, too much power towards um, any one officer, it's more towards the supervisor has this, Of course, this the of supervisor as, still has to be should. there yeah. with that one officer, so it, it sort of incorporates yeah, some yeah. checks and balances. Or you could have um, three class officers, but yeah. that, that's a majority, mm -hmm. and, and so I, I don't think that would be uh, uh, unbalanced necessarily. Mm -hmm. Um, well, let's continue with Article 3. This is about conducting voting within um, the class government. So, all votes shall be conducted in the presence of the supervisor who shall tally the votes. In the event of a tie, the supervisor shall cast the tie-breaking vote. After the passing of a resolution, the approval of the supervisor is required for the resolution to be adopted. 
The supervisor shall retain absolute veto power. The class officers who fail to maintain a 50% attendance average shall be ineligible to vote. Interesting. And, and, and so um, it, this does give the supervisor quite a lot of power. Yeah. But I, I don't think the supervisor would be one to take advantage no. of this. And, and of course, yeah. we are a student government. Mm -hmm, yeah. and, and so there will be some things that the teachers will find absolutely unacceptable. And, and also, the 50% the attendance average does sort of go along with the, the, the line in Article 1 where it states, the supervisor shall retain the power to discipline class officers who fail to show up to meetings. Mm -hmm. And I, I think we should address that, like, the, the part about the 50% attendance mm -hmm. is without just reasoning, you know. Without just yeah. reasoning, of course, like, just simply not mm -hmm. showing up without giving any sort of excuse or so. Yeah, which I, I think is understandable. It, it does also encourage attendance in the government. Mm -hmm. Um, it encourages the class officers to participate yeah. in the government government meetings, and perhaps the class government could actually get some stuff done. Yeah, which um, you know, I think a lot of people want us to do things. They always uh, we, we get a lot of questions about what have we done, what are we trying to do. Um, so it, it, the more people we have at meetings, the easier it is to get stuff through. Now, I, I know as a part of the cabinet, um, you and I have done a lot of work, mm -hmm. especially um, with, with the advertisements and during the campaign yeah. last year, and even the fireside cast, because that's produced by the cabinet. Mm -hmm. But the, the class officers haven't, as the class officers, um, we, we haven't really done much this year. People come up to me and ask, what do you do mm -hmm. as the class officers? And really, there isn't much I can say to them other than the winter dance, and I don't want it to be that way. Yeah. I, I want to be able to say that as the class officers, we do stuff. Mm -hmm. we, we are a functioning government. That is what I want this class government to be. Yeah, I, in the, I, I completely agree, you know, because, um, I don't know, we, we worked hard for this position and, and it, it's kind of unfortunate that, that we don't really get as much power as you may be led to believe like we only yeah you're right we only get really um opinions on the winter dance mm -hmm. and that that's about it but we we want to do more indeed know? of course we want to be a government um so let's move on to article four mm -hmm. so after the adoption of a resolution four copies of a resolution shall be made the copies shall be sent to the principal the assistant principal and the school secretary. The final copy shall be kept by the supervisor. The resolution shall be made public on Schoology, and any student shall be able to view the resolutions. Mm -hmm. So this sort of ties in to one of my campaign promises of having an open government that, yeah. that's sort of open, not secret, so mm -hmm. the people can see what's going on. We, we want transparency. And I, I think another thing that goes along with that is um, it, it kind of shows that we are trying to do things, you know, mm -hmm. that we're trying to get things passed, um, that we're not just kind of not doing anything. So that's another good thing that comes along with that transparency. Yes. And um, so let's move on to Article 5. Um, this is regarding proxy officials. Mm -hmm. 
So the class officers shall designate a proxy official for every position by majority vote, who shall become an acting class officer in the event that the class officer for whom the proxy was selected is, una is unable to fulfill his or her duties. In the event that a class officer is absent, the proxy officials for that officer shall receive all rights and privileges that class officers enjoy. That includes the right to participate mm -hmm. in the debate, the right to vote on resolutions, mm -hmm. etc. Um, for the duration in which the class officer is absent. Proxy officials shall be able to vote if the officer for whom they are the proxy for becomes ineligible to vote except in cases of impeachment, which is outlined in Article 6. <clears throat> proxy officials shall serve until the next general election. We have a general election every year mm -hmm. in May. A class officer may not become a proxy official. So, yeah. for example, I can't be designated as a proxy official for the vice president. Mm -hmm. It would have to be a student in the class yeah. of 2021, and that's also stated in the Constitution. So what's your take, John, on Article 5? Well, um, one thing I like is it kind of refers back to um, like earlier in the Constitution where I, I mentioned, I said, uh, the more people we can have um, to, make to, to attend debates and make resolutions, um, the more stuff we can get done. And this allows us to, even if class officers aren't able to attend, we can still have people attend for them and we can mm -hmm. still operate. And, and of course these people are selected by mm -hmm. the class officers yes. so they would be so. a representative of the people because the people gave these class officers a mandate including myself mm -hmm. and so we have the will of the people behind us. And one thing I do um, like uh, you said is uh, whether uh, the officers can determine whether the proxy official can vote mm -hmm. um, and I think that's a good thing because one thing I worry about with this is, you know, these the officers are elected by people, and then it's a little. I think something we could add is, um, like, the proxy officials should be approved through the cabinet or another group of people, because you know, um, similar to our uh, our government, like our national government, is mm -hmm. designated officials are then approved. So I this, see. This, I would think that would also. Um, help in having an officer designate someone who isn't necessarily a good candidate for a proxy official. But the cabinet, um, I, I don't think it would be acceptable to have the cabinet vote on this as the cabinet no, is, no, no. is completely independent of, yeah, of the no, school, no. not to create any confusion. The, the cabinet members are, are not elected officials. Oh yeah, I know. Cabinet members are people who work specifically Mm -hmm. for me as the president, yeah, yeah. as a part of my cabinet. Now the other class officers are elected by the people, mm -hmm. so there's a big difference there. But I, I do see your point, so for example, yeah. perhaps um, the, the supervisor has to sign off yeah, that's on thinking, the appointment something like or something like that, or perhaps a referendum of the mm -hmm. people. Mm -hmm. um, so let's talk a, a little bit about Article 7 which talks about the extent of powers. Mm -hmm. It's very similar um, to the 10th Amendment of the U.S. Constitution. Um, it says, 
The power is not delegated to the supervisor by the Constitution, nor prohibited by it to the class officers, are reserved to the class officers respectively, or to the students. Mm -hmm. Now, this article is to prevent um, tyranny by the supervisor, so mm -hmm. the students still, under this Constitution, um, the powers not given to the supervisor would be retained by us, the people. Mm -hmm. And so it would prevent tyranny by the teachers, I yeah. believe. However, of course, they do still have a lot of veto power, oh, yeah. for example, as outlined in Article 1, and a lot of power. Mm -hmm. And so I That's think this okay. does, however, still retain some small amount of power to us, the students. Mm -hmm. Which, yeah. Um, and yeah, the power, or the teachers will always have more power, and I think that's okay. Um, I mean, they're not going to abuse their power, as we mentioned, but I think this article is more, less taking power away from teachers and more giving more power to students and yeah. the officers. Mm -hmm. so. And then, um, so Article 8 talks about the amending of the Constitution. Um, so amendments may be added to the Constitution by unanimous vote of the class officers and by the approval of the supervisor. So it's not incredibly easy to amend it, but it's not yeah. terribly hard I either. Mean, we, we have, a, we have a, a government of four students, so yeah. it, it wouldn't be terribly hard. Exactly. Um, so yeah, th that's the Constitution. Um, what's your take on it? Oh, well, um, I, I know we talked about this before we went in further, but uh, it definitely it kind of set lays a set of ground rules and um, things to follow that mm -hmm. isn't necessarily specified within the student handbook. There's uh, a few things that you know the student handbook specifies that we are still going by, um, especially in articles of impeachment. Um, but this gives this defines power a lot mm -hmm. more and uh, establishes a system for which our government can run easily. So yeah. And, and that's the idea. Yeah, that's it. the whole purpose of the Constitution. So to change gears a little bit, um, I, I, I know that recently the musical for this year was changed from Susical the Musical to Mamma Mia. And, and you've worked previously uh, as part of the stage crew at um, the various musicals at Hastings and for Anything Goes last year. C can you tell us a little bit about why this change was made? Um, I think it could be a few different things, but I think the main one is uh, Susical, uh right from like since it went on Broadway, it wasn't it wasn't very uh, well received. A lot of people really disliked it, um, and it didn't last very long on Broadway. And I think it's a uh, it's a very difficult show to pull off. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, I mean, it's like this very cartoony and this very I don't know. It's it's this colorful show, but I can. I know, like one of my my biggest worries when I was first announced is that it would be kind of cheesy and corny, and so um, I, it's understandable why they would change it. So, can you tell us a little bit about the replacement show, Mamma Mia? I, I know Mamma Mia is an ABBA song. Is there any relation? Um, yeah, I don't know a whole lot about the show, but I know um, it's basically. It's all ABBA songs that were previously written, and they, they had to change, you know, a few lyrics to make it kind of work together, but it is 
all previously written in the ABBA song, so um, that definitely has a, a big thing to do with it, um, mm -hmm. if that answers your question. All right, so, so the entire show then is centered around um, ABBA music then? Yeah, it, it's a little based on it, um, and I know it has some more story behind it, but it's basically these songs you know, put together in, a, in the show. Well, thank you for joining the conversation, John. <laughs> it was a pleasure. Major funding for the Fireside cast has been provided by Serpent Cinematography, Thunderstruck Studios, TV Productions, The Combat Robot Care Foundation, empowering robotics engineering since 2016, and from contributions from listeners like you. Thank you. If you'd like to sponsor an episode and have your name mentioned in the end slate, please contact a cabinet member for further information.